Good morning and welcome to our service this morning for the third Sunday of Easter. Welcome to, to Henrietta, who will play uh, introductory music. Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. Let us therefore rejoice by putting away all malice and evil and confessing our sins together with a sincere and true heart. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been. Help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you our God. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And we say together the Gloria. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer, for you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And so now the collect for 
this the third Sunday of Easter. Almighty Father, who in your great mercy gladdened the disciples with the sight of the risen Lord, give us such knowledge of his presence with us that we may be strengthened and sustained by his risen life and serve you continually in righteousness and truth. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our first reading is taken from Zephaniah chapter 3. Sing aloud, O daughter Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing as on a day of festival. I will remove disaster from you so that you will not bear reproach for it. I will deal with all your oppressors at that time and I will save the lame and gather the outcast and I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time I will bring you home, at the time when I gather you, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of earth, when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. Our second reading is taken from Acts chapter 2. On the day of Pentecost... Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Let the entire house of Israel know with certainty that God has made him both Lord and Messiah, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter said to them, Repent. And be baptised every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, for your children and for all who are far away, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. And he testified with many other arguments and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So those who welcomed this message were baptised, and that day about 3,000 persons were added to their number. Our gradual hymn this morning is Dear Lord and Father of Mankind. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. And their Gospel is taken from Luke chapter 24, beginning in verse 13. On that same day, two of the disciples were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. 
While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognising him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, his name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? And Jesus asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word, before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group have astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it, just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things, and then enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on, but they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognised Jesus, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? And that same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road, and how he had been known to them in the breaking of the bread. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, good morning, everybody, and uh, it's good to be with you. Since lockdown, uh, Francis and I have been walking companionably every day, with Rosie and Nina, of course, talking about all the things that have happened, or we've heard about, or read during the morning, when we have been in our separate studies, engaged on different things. So the story of the two disciples, Cleopas and another, walking and talking, feels more than usually resonant. We walk a lot in any case, but these past weeks the distances have increased as we have had to start on foot from the rectory. Once the tuggy dogs have settled, there is a gentle reflective rhythm that sets in, 
creating space for appreciation for the world outside and space too for new thoughts. I've always liked to think that Jesus came and stepped into this space, falling naturally in step, drawing near. Although we know that Jesus' followers were frightened, these two open up to this unrecognised stranger who's joined them. Heedless of any risk, they reveal that they are full disciples, that they had hoped Jesus was the one to redeem Israel. So at the very beginning of this story, before any steps have been taken, we see the two disciples stopping to let Jesus in. As our reading said, they stood still, looking sad. And then we hear them, nonetheless, feeling safe, safe enough to own up to their allegiance in this now manifestly police state. As I said, walking itself, the rhythm of one foot in front of the other, can free the mind, laying down the noise of everyday worries and opening possibilities for fresh ideas. Beethoven knew this. He used to walk regularly in the afternoons, saying that freeing his fingers from the keyboard would admit new melodies. Jesus sees the sadness of the couple, hears their disappointment and dashed expectations, and in a tone of astonishment says, but cannot you see that, that he, Jesus, is the Messiah, and all these things were necessary? But it was, you see, never part of general Jewish thinking that the Messiah should suffer, but that the anointed successor to David would abruptly overturn and defeat the enemies of Israel and rule over a period of peace, prosperity and justice. Against this religious background, Jesus' teaching is groundbreaking. He goes on to point to all the references in Scripture from Moses onwards that speak of the true coming of the Son of God. You will notice too how it is at the end of the journey, having let Jesus in, having heard him, even if they do not as yet know who he is, the two disciples do not want him to go. They urge him strongly, saying, stay with us. And so he stays and breaks bread with them in that marvellous revealing and showing of himself. Now, on our lockdown walks over the course of a week, we visit all of our beneficed churches. And I am sad, for we and everyone are forbidden to go inside. Like Cleopas and his friend, we have lost contact. They with the physical Jesus, and we with our sacred space. No longer can we walk convivially with strangers, fall in step with one another, and be three together on the road. But we can learn for those disciples stopped and let Jesus in without seeing him. And we can do the same. Actually, I think we must do the same. And we will wait then for the time when after all this, we will gather again and we will break bread. We will take communion and we will recognise who it is we have been with all along.
Amen. Let us affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. Let us pray for the church and for the world. And let us thank God for his goodness to us. Lord, we pray for your church throughout the world, across the continents, and especially in those countries which are already poor and for which the present world condition is devastating for their people. We pray for their local bishops and archbishops that they may lead your church soundly. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, we give you thanks that, through national cooperation, outstanding efforts of all health professionals and extra resources, our health service has been able to cope with a huge increase in need for their skills and services. Keep all of us steadfast in our understanding and our resolve that this may continue. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for all in positions of responsibility, those in government, civil servants, civic leaders and so many others whose decisions in this pandemic are crucial to our health and well-being. Guide them in their reflections and actions, that they may always care for those who are most in need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we bring before you all who are ill, whether in mind, body or spirit, particularly any who have been touched by this virus, whether that be mildly or severely. We pray for your tender and healing touch for all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
We thank you, Lord, for all those we love, but who we see no more. Give us that certainty that they are safe, at peace and at rest with you. We pray this morning particularly for the family and friends of Chris Jacklin, Cynthia Thompson, Alan Pentney and William Wetherall. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus Christ, our Lord, who opened the eyes of Cleopas and his companion, so open our eyes that our hearts and minds may be more fully turned towards you. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. Now we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We're now going to listen to an anthem which was recorded by the choir at St Clement's Overy. May the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love, and remain with you always. Amen. Our concluding hymn is bread of heaven.